Hi folks, Andrew Packer here. Welcome to Trading Tips. I live near the beach, and I've always been fascinated with the idea of tides. After all, it's often hard to see the overall tide level change when on a short-term basis, you just see the waves coming in and out over and over again. That's also a bit like investing. When you focus on the day-to-day waves, it can be hard to get a sense of the broader tide going in or out. Now, with the stock market now down nearly 10% from all-time highs, it appears we're now in correction territory and that the tide is going out. That leads to two simple questions. The first is, where do we go from here? And secondly, what should we do? To answer the first question, it's important to look at the context. Why is the market selling off right now? To me, it looks like the market is falling right now for two main reasons. First, we're getting some short-term political uncertainty ahead of the midterm elections. That's a pretty common reason for stocks to sell off. We saw a similar mild correction in stocks in late October and early November of 2016. And as soon as the election was over and there was some certainty over what the country's political makeup was going to look like, markets started moving in an upward trend. In fact, markets moved nearly straight up from November 2016 to January 2018 with very few down days and very few daily market moves of 1% or more. So if anything, the volatility in markets that we've seen this year isn't abnormal, so much as a return to a more normal pattern after a very subdued one. Now, the second factor on why markets are selling off right here relates to a different pattern. It's the notion that nothing ever goes up in a straight line. Even during a market rally, there will be long periods where stocks pause and trade in a sideways period for a while before moving higher. This year, stocks sold off in February, declined, bottomed around April, started rallying again, and it took until September to make new highs. And that's sort of the key trend here. We're seeing sell-offs in the market and even increasing longer ones in duration. But as long as we're making new highs, we're actually in pretty good shape. Another hint that this trend is in place relates to the broad economy itself. Employment numbers look strong. GDP numbers, despite some major hurricane hits in the most recent quarter, have also come in at a great level. This is a fundamentally growing economy based on the numbers, and that, in turn, leads to support a bullish stock market. So given these factors behind the latest market sell-off, I would suggest that we're just looking at a normal, healthy pullback in the market, the kind that should be happening every 12 to 18 months on average. And given that a market correction tends to be in the 10 to 12% decline range, based on where we're trading today, we've likely seen the worst of this market sell-off. Of course, there could always be some kind of development that changes things otherwise, but until we have that information to really indicate a deteriorating economy, things still look good. So to answer the first question, where do we go from here is a simple one. The market will likely be up over the next few months. Now, while we can't predict with certainty the next few days or weeks, we're close to that 10% level where investors are starting to look at bargains in the market and looking to buy back in. And there are plenty of bargains in this market. From a purely trading perspective, however, we want to look at a way of playing a likely market rally in the next few weeks that has the best prospect of working out. So instead of buying individual companies or sectors, I think the best trade to play this recent market fear is just by buying a call option on the entire index itself. This can be done with an option on the SPDR S&P 500 ETF. The ticker is SPY. It's widely traded with lots of volume, so it's easy to get in and out of the stock market index with trades like this one. Now, since we can expect the market to gradually recover in the next few months, and historically these types of recoveries are about six to 7% on average, we don't have to think about buying shares of this fund, which currently trade in the 265 range. Instead, we can go to the options market and buy an option instead. 
Remember, when you buy an option, you're really renting shares for a predetermined period of time. That time ends when the option strike date comes up, and the price involved is usually a huge fraction compared to buying shares outright. Instead of shelling out nearly $27,000 for 100 shares of SPY, for example, we could buy something like the June 2019 280 calls. Now, these calls are currently out of the money, meaning if they were exercised today, they'd expire worthless. But if SPY shares make it back to 280, close to where they were trading before the recent market sell-off started, they'd move in the money. More importantly, these options have a realistic prospect of making investors over the next few months by moving far higher than the overall market if it recovers. Let me show you on the board here. If the average recovery is about 7%, then just looking at the SPY, you're gonna kinda see returns sorta like this. We're gonna have some up days and down days, and there's gonna be this gradual trend that goes up over time. But with the call option, we're gonna have much bigger up days and down days, but that overall trend is going to be magnified for much larger percentage profits. So even if the market stops falling and simply moves around here for a few days, one decent up day in the market could lead to a 20 to 25% jump in the options, which you're just not gonna get in the stock. And if we get a real surge in stocks later in the year, and seasonally the end of the year is a great time for the markets, then these options could double at best. Now, I'll admit, I don't see them going up a thousand percent or anything insane like that, but as they currently trade under $10 per option, we can essentially control almost $28,000 worth of the market for less than $1,000 per contract. And that's what makes an options trade look particularly attractive to play a market that just went into correction territory and is likely to rebound. Now, statistically, we have a good chance of a bounce from here, as I've said, and maybe not back to all-time highs by the end of the year. So this kind of market trade could be okay, but there are other ways to play this kind of sell-off as well and also make money. However, when stocks fall, they tend to fall rapidly. That causes market volatility to soar. And one trend I like to take advantage of during a market sell-off involves looking at volatility, but with an eye towards shorting it. Let me explain. Historically, volatility, as measured by the Volatility Index, or VIX for short, is a measure of the ratio of put option buying on the options market compared to call buying activity. When investors get fearful, they buy more puts than the VIX soars. Most of the time, it trades around an average of 17 to 20. And thanks to this recent market sell-off, the VIX nearly touched on 30, about a 50% premium to where it trades on average. And more importantly, the VIX had its highest reading during this market sell-off in early October and not during the final plunge last week. That's another key sign that this is a short-term market sell-off and that we're likely to see stocks recover from here. If it had gone the other way, where volatility had first risen a little bit, come down and then spiked higher, I would be a little more concerned. But market volatility is likely to slide in the coming weeks, uh, probably dropping back into the teens uh, from where it stands now in the mid-20s. That makes volatility an interesting, but riskier play. What makes it risky? Back in February, volatility went from around 12 to 40 in a few trading days, more than tripling, and folks' short volatility were burned, and a few short volatility funds even collapsed. But that's because they were shorting volatility at 12 near its all-time lows, rather than waiting for it to spike first. That's crazy, and investors who didn't think about that risk were deservedly burned. Volatility will often act like an EKG chart, where it'll just sort of trade pretty low for a while, and then when market fear happens, it'll spike up very huge in a very short amount of time, and then it'll gradually come down, and maybe we get some more fears, and then 
Just when you think everything's gonna be calm again forever, it'll have another spike up. So as long as the VIX is in the mid-20s or higher, a volatility short trade is likely to provide better returns for investors rather than buying a call option on the market like the SPY trade. But again, it's riskier. Before the market starts to really rally again, it will likely calm down first. So while riskier general, shorting volatility could provide profits sooner. Unfortunately, because many of the volatility trades blew up earlier this year, there's no easy fund to short volatility that really looks attractive right now. Now, you could buy a put option on a long volatility play, like the ProShares Ultra VIX Short-Term Futures Fund, ticker UVXY, because this fund recently surged from a low of 35 to 66 during this recent sell-off for nearly double, it should give up those gains over time as volatility declines. Now, there aren't as many options trades that you can possibly make compared to trading the SPY, but the January 2020 20 put on UVXY is another cheap option that could substantially appreciate in value in the coming weeks and even months as market, markets calm down from their big daily moves. Even if they don't have a huge rally from here, this kind of trade could still do very well. Now, with any options trade on volatility, I'd simply suggest a light touch. Don't go too crazy making big trades. These kinds of trades are designed to work with your existing stock and options holdings, which should rally as the markets do. And these trades are designed to give your portfolio a, a boost as the tide comes back in after the recent market pullback. And they're designed to do so without too much risk. After all, when it comes to a simple call buying or put buying trade, the most money that you can lose on these trades is the amount that you put into it. But it's also possible to double your money or better relative to that risk, and that's why it makes it one worth taking. I hope you are taking advantage of this market decline to either buy a call option on the SPY and take advantage of a likely broad market recovery, or if you're more comfortable with higher risk, buying a put option on UVXY to take advantage of a decline in market volatility from here. That'll wrap things up for this week. Thanks for joining us at Trading Tips. I'm Andrew Packer, wishing you good trading and good financial health.